0: Decoded Podcast, Season 5, Episode 15. Mm-hmm. Clough, how was your week of online learning, you and your family?
1: Uh, it was good. My, I would say my kids definitely just, they they stepped right back into, I'd say right back into the skills from back in the day. It didn't seem that, you know we we got out the got out the chromebooks my son he's like okay i'm going to be working over there at the table my daughter's i'm going to be working over there at the dining room table i'm like okay i'll be in the basement um we each we had our sort of like spaces my spouse has to go in um mm-hmm. so she was in uh she was in working all week navigating those spaces there uh so yeah it, it felt what made it, I guess what made it strange is I didn't feel anything. We just kind of did it. Just flipped. Flipped the switch. Yeah, flipped the switch.
0: That's so it. We, yeah, we flipped too. My youngest had no problem. He checked in with my wife and I and then headed to his room. Uh, my oldest had a problem. Mm. He has a, a computer from school that he's had for a while. Um, logs into his Google Classroom, clicks on the link for his Teams meeting, and it just wouldn't work. And uh, so it's kind of funny because when I got to him and I was dealing with him, you texted me and said, mm. "Hey, how's it going?" And I, I I let you know how it was going. Uh, <laughs> and you know, it was a little it was a little I guess heated my response to you because I w- here I am with a 15 year old. Um, who's doing the right thing. He got up out of bed. Now, I know people listening might be like, it's his job. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But he's 15 and he's been sleeping in every day for two weeks. So the fact that people don't
1: like coming back from Christmas, like you and I, I think we, we touched on this slightly. Coming back from any sort of holiday and, you know, you got your kids, you're you trying to convince your kids to, to get back into the, the swing of it it's comp that's complex It, 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 be for it sure, is complex yeah. and and i think you and i we talked about this from the point of view of you know these transitions you have one coming out of march break you have one coming out of the december break you definitely have one at the end of the summer like that's that's a that's a big one so at what point do you start to at what point do you start to have the conversations around um you know, let's start going to bed a little bit earlier. Let's uh let's let's start uh um I don't know setting up our our workspaces like we were kind of we were wrestling with that coming over Christmas and us thinking you know we're probably not gonna we're probably not gonna be back in to school my spouse and I had a sense like that was just gonna be a reality mm-hmm. um so you know, the, when you when you mentioned that that you were you know kind of in in the middle of something, I got it. I was like, of course you are. Like that's that's the that's the thing that every parent is kind of wrestling with right now is trying to get their kid trying to get their kid back into the swing of it.
0: One hundred percent. So he's he's up. He's sitting upright. He's in the living room. And he's like, dad, this isn't working, I'm just not going. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. So he, I felt frustration, I'll tell you why. I felt frustration at the system, to be honest with you. He was using a school-issued computer. He was, um, he knows, and it was English class, and English class is a little bit more anal than his other courses. So he's like, he already knows he's gonna get hit over the head with like heavy duty kind of work he knows he's going to be marked absent like it's one thing after another that causes him to be like i'm out i'm like no you're not out give me a minute how long have you...? he's like i've been doing this for 10 minutes it won't let me in by the time i get in the teacher will have done explaining everything and then it's time for us to do um asynchronous learning like it's and I'm i'm like relax and i'm i'm trying to keep him relaxed but i'm not relaxed and i know i'm not i'm upset i'm upset that his computer's not doing what it's supposed to do i'm upset that he's upset that he knows he's going to be marked absent and like so i was like okay okay so my wife's in the dining room she's got her whole classroom set up and she's ready to go and she's like guys can you turn it down in there i'm like yeah yeah. i'll i'll, uh, I'll breathe and I'll keep him in here so he doesn't leave. So I'm like, just stay here for a minute. Let me go grab. I've got a laptop. I I grabbed the laptop, brought it down. Um, you know, it was dead. So we plugged it in. And I just like, I'm like, relax. I took a picture of his computer screen where it said that Teams isn't going to work on his computer for whatever reason. And I emailed his English teacher. and I emailed his uh, special education teacher and said, look, like, the kid's ready to pop. He's going to bust a gut. This isn't working. So um, I've got a backup plan. He should, and I don't know if anybody's getting these emails and I kind of don't care when your workday's over, read the email, figure out what happened. And uh, we all move from there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So the, the other, the laptop works, he gets into the team's meeting and he, I'm like, put a comment, make a comment in the comment box. Uh, saying you had computer issues but you're here now what did you miss he reluctantly does that because here's the other thing too all these kids are in the room so they're going to read his comment and the whole social aspect is unbelievable like it's i felt for him i was like this is it's stupid this is all stupid because my kid's going to embarrass himself he doesn't know what he's supposed to do now because the teacher started teaching when the class started, but he couldn't get in. And you know what? His Chromebook was charged. Like, he did his job. He did his job. The tech failed him. And uh, and then I told him, listen, relax. I will help you with your work, your asynchronous work. We will figure it out. Don't worry about it. Um blessings to his spec ed teacher. She responded right away and she's like, I'm sorry, let's get him a new computer. She goes, I can't really help you right now, I'm about to start class. So this poor lady who quad one uh, was free to be spec ed and like motor around the school and bring kids to the library and work with them one-on-one is now teaching a course. So she's teaching one period and then doing her spec ed second period. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I said the laptop I have, it'll this will work till Friday, but we gotta come up with a better solution. It's, this can't work past Friday. She's uh-huh. like, okay. So she set up a, a computer swap. So I went into the school and swapped his computer for a newer Chromebook, which had no problem getting onto his Teams Meet. Um, so I guess there was something up with his computer. It's an old one too. It's been kicking around for since since grade seven or six or something. So it's like. It was time for a new one. But anyway, and you know, I'm not, we're not like, give us a new one. We're just like, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. And he's supposed to have a computer. So can we find a way to make this work? So that's how we started online learning here. The little one, no problem. My wife was having some camera issues and stuff. And it's funny. She's like, Mr. Chidiac, can you come over here and help me? And while I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I have some flexibility in my schedule so i purposely didn't book um the start of that day to be crazy busy for me because i knew that i was going to need to help with tech stuff or internet Uh or whatever but then after they were set and they had their async for the day i was on all for the rest of the day you know so but anyway it worked out but for a 15 year old so when i checked the attendance system to see if my students logged into their classes for that 40 minutes or whatever, many of them hadn't. And there are a number of factors. um, One of which is that this never worked for them in the first place, which is why my job became a reality.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that was, that was the, that was the seed.
0: The seed for my job was kids not wanting to do school anymore because of COVID kicking in the online learning component. So that was the start of our online learning. We seem to be in a groove now. The switch um, in terms of like the switch was flipped without an issue. Like the the only thing that got in the way was my son's computer and then my wife couldn't figure out how to make one camera work over the other because she hadn't done it in months kind of thing you know but then it's like riding a bike once you once you get a taste for where to go and what to do then the troubleshooting all comes back to you um but i have to tell you um my role is very interesting um there was a lot of emails between me student success teachers at the school i work at saying hey So and so's not showing, not here in the meet where they're supposed to be. Can you check in with them? Have you seen them today? Do you know what's going on? I got it's funny. I got an email from a a teacher at this one of the schools I work at that said, Hey, so and so's not here. Can you text the student? Because I text students who give me their cell phone numbers, I will text them. That's um, I understand this is one of the ways that they prefer to communicate, they don't want to talk on the phone um they don't want emails they they are okay with the text so i'll text them and and check in and it's funny i texted this one student who in the morning the student had a meeting with the teacher at the school but in the afternoon had a meeting with me so i get this email roland the student's not here can you please text the student and see what's going on text the student Uh, i'm like hey It's me, your re-engagement teacher, your student success teacher is in a meet right now waiting for you. What's going on? Is there an issue? Can you get there? No response. Um, So no show for the meeting with the student success teacher in the morning. But in the afternoon, I go into my meet. I text the student. I'm like, hey, I'm in the meet. Are you coming? And then I get a response. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there in a second student comes in, and then it's all of a sudden, I'm the guy. So I'm, I'm email, the guidance counselor, student success, and I'm like, students here, students here. And I get a flood of emails back, ask this, ask that, book a time, for like, it's hilarious, because I've, I've done that to other people. It's almost like playing tag, or where's Waldo? Once somebody Mm -hmm. finds Waldo, they tell everybody, I've got Waldo here right now. And then All the people who can't ever find Waldo are like, okay, okay, okay. Tell them they're going to see me on this day at this time. And that, so my last two days have been a lot of that. I call it flash
1: mobbing. Okay. I've actually started to call it flash mobbing because I get the exact same thing. It's like, oh, you, it's a, it's a combination of, (laughs) it's a combination of like student success flash mobbing and um, snuffleupagus. guess. Um, or Pokeroo, whichever one you want. You can, use whatever your sort of childhood, uh, TV show point of reference is that whole, like you talked to so-and-so you got, you got them on the phone, you got a connection. And it, even in our spec ed meeting this week, um, one of the, uh, one of the topics was talking about connecting with students that are languishing, like they're not responding. And, you know, spec ed teachers are in that hub kind of positioning as in yes some of us are teaching learning strategies some of us are teaching learning strategies and we're in regular programming like we're in a curriculum based uh, teaching as well so you might not your only caseload would be the kids that are in your strats class you don't have abroad and then others are on full professionally managed time where you just have a caseload but everyone was kind of sharing stories around uh, like that that factor of um oh you're able to talk to roland when did that happen? And then you start figuring out from your own schedule where you just missed Roland Pokeroo. Like they were just, oh, Roland was just here a moment ago. But the other part to it as well is the flash mob style where you get a text. It's like, oh, this thing's happening right now. Do you want to jump in? Do you want to get in? People trying to o- sort of opportunize these, these meetups. I totally get it. And it's it, the challenge is real, eh? And you never... I think the problem with those two mindsets, you know, the whole pokeroo and the flash mob is that you never really, part of what makes that work is that you don't see it coming. Mm -hmm. You don't know that that's going to happen. It's novel. It's fun. Like, it's exciting. Oh, you got to talk to Roland, right? And then you get to that point in the conversation like, crap, but I didn't. And I need to talk to Roland too. But the exact same thing that makes it exciting and novel also makes it feel fleeting and out of control. Like, you're not actually making any progress. And um, it's always (coughs) tricky to sort of measure progress. Like, are we talking about your own progress or the kid's progress? And it's always – there's an ego check in there, right? There's an ego check. So, I gotcha. That total – that was happening all this week, bro. All this week.
0: I can imagine. Yeah, I can totally imagine. It's such a win, though, right? And then everybody's like, way to go, Roland. And I'm like, no, no. I didn't do anything. I just – this person's ready at this time and I happen to be the academic support that is in front of them at this time you Mm -hmm. know and then when you hear some of the reasons why they haven't been in class or whatever it's like okay so then you know and the, the big thing I've been doing with those students is have you contacted your teachers to let them know and they're like no I'm like okay okay let's start there you need to tell your teachers why you weren't in class. Like I said, this is no, you you guys gotta learn. Guys and gals gotta learn. You can't just do this. You can't just come and go as you please and not say anything to anybody. I'm like, you, it sounds like you've got some valid reasons why you weren't available this morning for class. It sounds to me, it's it sounds reasonable, but you need to share these things with other people. And you share these things with other people so that they understand your plight And then maybe they find a way to support you to lead you to success. I said, that's my whole job, but I'm gonna come and go. You're gonna be with that teacher for the remainder of the quad. So you should really be talking to your classroom teacher. I said, I have no problem communicating with them. Not, and I will, they will hear from me that I met with you and this is what we did, but you need to step up. And it's awesome when, it's awesome when I get a response from the teacher saying, yeah, yeah, so-and-so sent me an email. They explained everything to me. Oh, and thank you, Roland, for letting me know that you met with them. I'm like, yes, you know, like, yes, the kids stood up and, and stepped up. I I spoke
1: directly. So in talking with um, my students, the first thing we did on the Monday when we got into class is we talked about what can, what will make, what, will, what makes online learning uh, real, feel real and i said for better and for worse so we talked about some of the negative stuff that you know if they're if they're experiencing something negative in the classroom and that's their reality some of the students articulated yeah i'm getting the same thing in my digital classes it's no better and then there's the stuff the good stuff as well so we were just talking we're kind of putting together that list one of the things that came out that was really interesting and i wasn't i wasn't entirely prepared for this this conversation to pop up again because i don't i don't know exactly what to do with it but there's there's a very i've heard this before that students want to be they 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 want to they want someone to notice that they're not doing well and i think part of i think maybe part of this comes of a sort of like a life fluency and just kids trying to develop their communication skills and not really knowing how to put words to emotions you know, kids know, I think in general, when they're not feeling great, they know when they're feeling good. Sometimes the behaviors that come out of that and communicate their state of being to adults, it's easy to misread, right? Like you're trying to figure out my figure out my own kids. Like they're sitting on the couch. Oh, are they sad? Or are they just sort of lost in thought? And you're like, is everything okay? And you realize that might be the wrong the wrong lead because it presupposes that something's actually wrong or something's not okay. You know, maybe a better lead is, hey, what are you thinking about? kind of neutral right let, let let them define their state of being and sort of working with the the teenagers that I'm working with is that their method of defining their state of being part of that is being noticed that they actually don't even know what their state of being is And that's so super trick it's very very tricky to sort of to sort of figure that one out because um, two of my students in particular said it's kind of awkward for them to ask for help. Um, sometimes they don't know what it is they need help with, but they have an emotional sense that they're in need. They have an emotional sense. They, they know they don't feel good doing online learning, but they don't know exactly what to ask for. So then they kind of, they, they want to, they fall on the stereotypical kind of a thing. Like, I can't ask for, to spend time with you in the classroom. I can't ask to be able to be at school to see my friends. So what is there to ask for? Like, there's nothing that I can ask for to make my own state of being any better but they want people to notice so that they don't have to ask. I had a teacher say to me, well, that whole thing is because we do so much to the kids and for the kids that they're not used to doing it for themselves. And that might be like overly supported. That's a possible, that's a possibility, but it doesn't change that necessarily. Right now won't change the fact that the kids, they, some of the kids I'm working with, they want someone just to notice when they're not doing well, they want someone to sort of be there when that not not being well happens, and that's really where we kind of ended at this. I said, you know, the only way that I have any chance of noticing these things, we didn't intellectualize it so much, but I said to them, the only way that I can ever help you is if you start with the agreement of coming to this online class. I said, because the only space that I can notice it in is here when it's happening. It's the only space I can notice it here. Some of the kids are sort of apologizing. Oh, that's my little brother. That's my dog. Oh, that's, it's really loud. They're doing construction. I'm like, this is all the stuff that we have to notice, right? We, can, we we're not back in 2020 anymore where we're, where we're saying, you know, where we're sort of creating rules to enforce learning we're more in that other space of this is just like 100% noticing. Like it's so 100% we're just noticing stuff now. Um, and probably won't have anything that we can do with it right away. That's the other part too. Anybody, um, I've seen some some chat spaces where people are like, do you feel better? Basically kind of what it comes down to, do you think you're better at doing online stuff now than, you know, the first time around? And like the truth in that is like no anybody that kind of throws down that they've <laughs> anyway if if anyone is trying to sell or package anything on Twitter and they're there that somehow they figured out how to do this you know in in a way that's worth paying for a conference fee or an ebook I just say you know I don't buy it I don't buy it. All you have to do is talk to, I don't know what the number is, talk to 10 teachers and see if any of them are really willing to educators, anyone in education, whether or not spending 10 bucks or five bucks or 99 cents on an ebook will actually get them to a better sense of how to do this. Um, So yeah, they're the noticing. And I think teachers might be in the same space. Uh, Last thing I'll mention on this, I did have a couple people this week say to me, and this is the worst, you got my number, you got my number. And that is the worst thing you can, for me, when you're supporting, if you're saying that you are open, if you're projecting that you're open to helping someone, you got to be there to notice when they need it. Don't offer it if you can't do that or offer it to a smaller stack of people. If you want to be their plus one, if you want to be their person, then you have to be involved in their spaces to notice when they need the help. Because one of the things I've noticed about my own practice, when I'm in dire need of help, I'm not thinking when I'm actually needing it, I'm not thinking, oh yeah, where did I put that person's number? I'm gonna call them. And by the time you call, you're out of the loop, right? So it's handy, but maybe people that are saying you got my number might need to set some constraints on that. You got my number, uh, but you know, if you call me, I'll probably have to call you back because I'm teaching too, or you got my number. Uh, I know that you won't be able to call me when you need me, but you not want to call me on the weekend call me on the weekend. But I think very much so right now, um, just the noticing. Are we I guess, I guess one thing that I think I've gotten a little bit better at is noticing at least through the camera lens. What is the emotional state of my students listening like I've, I've figured out how now that I've met them in person in class? How do they sound when they're in class? What's their baseline in class? What does their new baseline look like when they're at home? Because it's a different space. I will say one funny thing. I did address uh, a student's sibling and told them to leave. I said, you got to get out of your brother's room now. And the kid's like looking around, like, where's that voice coming from? Because the student doesn't do headphones. They like to have their. So I said to the student, I'm like, because the brother kept on coming in the room. And even more so, this was like, it was sneak attack sometimes just in the background. You'd see the door open and you wouldn't. And just like, oh, like we're calling out the student's name. It's like, look behind you. There's someone, look behind you. It was like a like a little horror movie, right? And then you'd see the, the brother's head pop up beside them and like, like, just jump on the kid. So I said, I said, dude, turn up your microphone. I said, the next time, just turn up your speaker the next time. And then I said to the other students, I said, when this happens, just make sure you mute your, mute your speakers, mute your tab. And I just put it right into the into the microphone. I'm like, "Little brother's name, get out of your brother's room now!" And it's like, Oof.
0: "That's funny you say that because, um, first of all, this is interesting. I'm meeting new referrals mm. to me virtually, and yeah. the kids on the other end don't turn their camera on, oh, and I'm not asking man. them to. So I'm literally just staring at myself on the screen." Yep. Um, whatever uh that's one thing that's kind of interesting and then the other is um i remember doing that last year i remember doing that last year uh with certain kids some, some families that i was teaching last year lived in these little tiny apartments so there was nowhere for them to go except yeah so that's one thing but i would say hey so and so stop acting that way your brother's trying to learn take a hike like there's no reason for you to be in their face right now and then the camera goes off i'm like turn the camera back on camera comes back on i'm like don't play this game you want to be brother sister whatever have your fun do it when i'm not teaching that's your time this is my time and um it's awesome because then because of the flipping last year we'd flip back to the day school i'd be on yard duty and i'd say go get your sister the kid's like, Oh, the sister comes over. I'm like, I, I saw what you were doing when we were online. Are we gonna be doing that again the next time we go online? And all the kids are like, We're going online again. I'm like, This is the world we live in now. We're gonna be flipping back and forth for a while. Then I look back at the kid, I'm like, Do you understand? She's like, I understand. I'm like, awesome. And then the kid leaves and then we flip to online. There's no problem. I I am missing some of the fun things that I used to do with my class, like the top 10 thing that I used to do. And mm-hmm that you know the model students on the digital learning and creating videos about them and stuff like i i miss that that fun stuff but my um, kids
1: are really digging the digital puzzles right now okay because we're tracking times so part of what i'm going to do is i'm i'm the online puzzles where everyone can just go in without you don't have to identify yourself Mm -hmm. and the kids can all build it so that's the one of the last stops where we're going to do some numeracy work around that and tracking our times. We're going to do some graphing and charting about uh, looking at our stats and completing puzzles and that I can roll in. We're having conversations around what kind of what kind of strategies are you using in order to figure out the puzzle? So we're doing some kind of some fun conversations there, but that's the one I always go back to that. And it had, wouldn't matter if I was doing grade 12 students or grade nine students putting together a puzzle together, it's, it's, it's hilarious because it really is as I'm doing it with the kids and the CYW plays along too. um, It feels like those moments of cooking at home, like when you're cooking with your family, because you're kind of doing a thing on the tabletop, but then you're also just kind of talking about life and you're cracking jokes. And then you kind of go back to cooking. And then there's something about that kind of working with your hands task that leads well to, Access points in general conversation making. Kids are talking about their weekend. So they're sort of talking about uh, you know their classwork. It's like you. It's like you need just a little bit of that that background activity that allows you to access community. So the puzzles have been a real cool way for us to do that. And we we do we do one a day. We do one a day in one of the periods where I'm working with the kids. And um, I feel like it's building a nice sense of camaraderie. They're very friendly with each other. They're very kind to each other. They're, they're always that, but it allows them a safe way to kind of demonstrate it towards
0: each other, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Puzzles, eh? Well, on that note, Christopher. it's a
1: time to bust out? Time to bust out. It's
0: time for me to bust out. You can stay if you want. Oh, it's the on-off switch. Right on. Looks good. Uh, and I think the title for this podcast episode is going to be You Got My Number. <laughs> you Got My Number. Yeah. that's one of my my favorite things about the podcast is thinking of the title for the blog post mm-hmm. brings me joy
1: yeah that's a, it's I'd be curious if anyone else in a short short episode but if anyone you know kind of drops in and we get any chatter going on this um I think we're now in the in the pushback stage I'd like to I'd like to get more more educators on the pushback stage of when. Someone says says to, you know, call me if you need me. Where if someone says that to you, you follow up and you say, when are you available? When are you available? Or what availability are you actually offering me? Mm-hmm. Before you go. Before you go. One of the things I've tried to do is be more firm. So I tried this out in a couple instances last semester. There's a um, We had um, a, a new teacher in our department. And uh, we're talking about TPAs. Um, there's an end tip TPA there as well. And I started to say, you know what? I'm, I'm always happy to chat that sort of abstract and big. I said, no, you know what? Pull out your phone now. I'll check back in with you in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So let's put it right into the calendar right now. So you know <laughs> that I'm going to come back and check. And I did. And then we just popped up. I'm like, okay, I had to go check in with the teacher. So it was the, I think the better version, if more people can do that, that's the better version because yeah. I feel like the abstract the abstract, the feeling that there's a bunch of people out there that could help you, I don't know if it feels good anymore. It's that sort of wide, up, wide open space anxiety that we have, I think, with learning online. It's just too big. It's too abstract. There's too much space. How do I find a thing? Where's that thing that I need? I know it's out there somewhere. So I don't know, maybe being a little bit more committed as we're connecting with each other. More definitive, not committed. Definitive. Roland, I'm going to sit down with you again next Saturday, 8:30 a.m. We're going to have a podcast. We'll put it book that. Done. Done. All right, cool.
0: See you have a good day. one, buddy.
1: You too, man. Ciao.
0: See ya.